Having plenty of money can cause all kinds of obsessions and temptations. And not having money can elevate its importance and cause us to obsess on how to get more of it. So we can't forget that we're supposed to acquire money, that we're supposed to use money, but we never fall in love with it. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. First, I want to encourage you and your finances today. Because if you're having money trouble, I want you to know that there's hope for your situation. And more important, there is help for you today through the wisdom and the power of God's Word. Now, how many know there is power in the Word of God? Did you know that when Jesus was challenged and tempted by Satan, that he kept using these three words to put the devil in his place? What were they? It is written. You see, once it's written, once it's in God's word, then that's it. So there's truth and there's power in the word, and the word shares with us truth and power in regard to our finances. So I want to share with you my favorite verses of scripture that keeps me centered and gives me perspective on all the issues that I have with money. The first scripture I want to share is a promise. It's in Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 and it goes like this, and my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Well, you know, when I read that, I can't help but to say, hallelujah, what a promise. You know, if your heart had pockets, you would want to take this verse and put it in there and zip it up. Take it wherever you go, because whatever we go through with money, God will meet our needs. Notice he didn't say that he might meet our needs. He didn't say he would meet some of our needs. God said he would meet all of your needs. Praise the Lord. The next verse that has meant so much to me in my life is a simple instruction. And you've heard me say it many times. It's Malachi 3, verse 10. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you will not have room enough for it. Now, to me, this is one of the most remarkable scriptures in the Bible. It not only tells us what we should do, but it tells us what will happen if we do it. It's an instruction with a promise attached. 
And the Lord is actually daring you and I to test him and to watch him work, work miracles in our financial lives. The third scripture is important because it's a warning. 1 Timothy 6.10, for the love of money is a root of all evil. Now, why is this warning meaningful to us? It is because money has the potential to become too important in our lives. Having plenty of money can cause all kinds of obsessions and temptations. And not having money can elevate its importance and cause us to obsess on how to get more of it. So we can't forget that we're supposed to acquire money, that we're supposed to use money, but we never fall in love with it. And you might ask, well, how do I know if I love money or not? Well, the answer is usually found when confronted with the prospect of giving some of it away. How about this scripture? Acts 20, 35. The apostle Paul was in prison and he gives his friends some advice. In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the word the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Did you know that Paul is the only one to document that quote from Jesus? Wouldn't you like to have heard Jesus expand on this subject a little bit more? Well, you know, he probably did. And for some reason, nobody wrote it down. But it is more blessed to give than to receive. Now, let me ask you, can we really live like that? The Lord tells us that if we're givers, we can walk in his blessing. Okay, my last scripture for you is a truth, an eternal truth. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 goes like this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. So simple. It sounds like it was in Proverbs, but it's not. The Apostle Paul is telling us that we are in control of our generosity. And there is an equal reaction to our action. So is this another test for us, just like in Malachi? Yes, it absolutely is. Are you struggling with financial matters in your life this morning? I hope you'll remember these words from the word today. And of course, there are many more good words about finances in the Bible that can comfort you. They can strengthen you and they can give you peace and hope. That God will indeed meet all your needs through Christ Jesus. Do you think we ever need to remind God of anything? You might think that's a strange question. Well, we remind God of His promises because God wants us to know what He has promised us. Stay tuned to learn more. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. 
Attention small business owners, if you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer and sell premium high demand flashlights that consumers love. Nebo is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. And here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy Buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, we invite you to become a Nebo dealer. Start turning profits like never before. See for yourself. Let us send you a free, no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light. That's right. Get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197 or NeboDealer.com. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. I was going to ask you, has anybody had a bad day lately? I thought so. Okay, well, well, here are the top ten ways to know you're having a bad day. Okay, you ready for this? Top ten ways to know when you're having a bad day. Number ten, when your twin sister forgets your birthday. (laughs) Number nine, you know you're having a bad day when it costs more to fill up your car than it did to buy it. (laughs) That's right. Number eight, you're having a bad day, you call your wife and tell her you'd like to eat out tonight, and when you get home you find a sandwich on the front porch. Number seven, it's a bad day when the bird singing outside your window is a buzzard. (laughs) Number six, your doctor tells you you you're in excellent health for someone twice your age. It's a bad day. Number five, you're having a bad day when your children's school calls to surrender. (laughs) Number four. It's a bad day when you have to borrow from your Visa card to pay your MasterCard bill. (laughs) Number three, you're having a bad day when you put both contact lens in the same eye. I've been there. (laughs) Number two, you know you're having a bad day when you see a film crew from 60 Minutes waiting outside your office. (laughs) And the number one way to know that you're having a bad day... When your car horn sticks and you're on the freeway behind 32 Hells Angels on motorcycles. Yeah, that would be bad. Okay, but let's face it. We all have a few of those days. And in fact, it's pretty normal to have a bad stretch where things aren't going well. And some of you could even be having some of those times right now. But you know what? All of us as Christians, we have an amazing arsenal of weapons available to us to fight and overcome whatever comes our way. And we know that it's there. But so often we don't unleash the power that's right there for us to use. And what I'm talking about are the promises of God. You see, God always tells the truth. He always does exactly what he says. 
And he said he'd do a lot of things for us. And there are well over a thousand promises in his word that we can rely on to help us deal with our struggles. And all his promises are true. But here's the key. What many people don't realize is you have to remind God of his promises. And you might think that's a strange statement. Why would we have to remind God of anything? Well, we remind God of his promises because God wants us to. Not because he can't remember what he promised. But because God wants us to know what he promised. Most of the great characters in the Bible reminded God of the promises that he had made. David, Abraham, Moses, all of them, they cried out to God for him to deliver on his promises. And you know what? He always did. So we have this huge advantage in life in the form of God's promises. But the word shows us that we have to go after them, that we have to get his attention. You know, you, you know the scriptural phrase that we've heard our whole life. All the promises of God are yes and amen. I know you like that when you use it often. Well, I never bothered to really grasp what that line meant. But when you read that whole passage, it gets clearer. Here's what it says. For no matter how many promises are made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. And what I learned is amen is one of the few words that means the same in Hebrew as it does in English. It means to agree or to, to acknowledge that it's true, like so be it or it is so. So what this means to us is that through Christ, all his promises are true. So when we remind God of his promises, Christ responds and says, yes. And then we say, amen. We've got it. I claim your promise in Jesus' name. Now, you may say, well, I pray and I read the word. And sometimes I still don't feel like he's listening. Well, you know, the word also shows us that there are times when God allows us to feel like he's not listening. But that's when God is testing you to see if you'll trust him and his promises no matter how you feel. That's when he wants you to cry out, God, where are you? And that's when you can remind him that he promised he would never leave nor forsake us. And that's when you can remind him that he promised he would inhabit the praises of his people. And that's when he wants to come through. And that's when he has to come through. Because all his promises are true. Dwight Moody once said, God never made a promise that was too good to be true. Our God is an interactive God. He's made promises to you for everything that you could be going through today. It could be depression. It could be fear, grief, heartbreak, worry, failure. It doesn't matter. He's promised to get you through it. What an amazing gift His promises are for us to stand on, for us to hold on to, and for us to remind God of. All His promises are true. Say that with me. All His promises are true. Listen to this one that the Lord Himself made. He said, There are many rooms in my Father's house. And I'm going there to prepare a place for you. 
And if it wasn't so, I would tell you. And when everything is ready, I'll come. I'll come and I'll get you. So that you can be where I am. What a promise. Aren't you glad they're all true? Because this one, it tells us that no matter what happens, everything's going to be all right in Jesus' name. Have you ever asked God for a larger portion? Stay tuned as Bobby explains the principle of proportional provision and shares the secret of how you can increase your portion. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right. Get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. When the Apostle Paul was encouraging the believers in Corinth, he had something interesting to say about living in excellence. This is what he said. But just as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in your love for us, see that you excel also in this grace of giving. You see, Paul wanted them to understand that just like you could grow and achieve excellence in all these other areas, you need to excel in the area of giving. He said, see that you also excel in this. So I think it's important that no matter where you are in your spiritual journey, you should strive for excellence in giving. So I want to share with you a few simple things we can all do to become better givers. And these few reminders come from something that's sometimes called the principle of proportionate provision. And what that means is that God's provision dictates our proportion. In other words, what he provides us determines what we give. If he gives a little, then from that little we are to give. And if he gives us a lot, an abundance, from that abundance, we are to give accordingly. Do you remember the story of Elijah and the widow of Zarephath? Well, the land was in severe drought, and Elijah was trusting God daily for his daily bread, literally. And the Lord sent him to this widow, and he asked her to make him a cake with the last supplies that was to be her last meal before starving to death. And she did. 
Well, her provision was very small. But her giving by proportion was extremely large. So, of course, God miraculously kept her supplies full for every meal for her and Elijah and her family until the drought was over. So centuries before Paul spoke of excellence, the widow of Zarephath certainly excelled in this grace of giving that he was talking about. There's three more things that we can do to excel in giving. First, don't worry about what you have or don't have to give. Giving proportionately of what we are provided relieves the pressure of worrying about what you have or don't have. We rely on the Lord as our source, and we give according to that. The second thing is give in proportion to everything that you receive. Giving proportionately involves much more than money. Whatever God has given you in whatever measure, in your time and your talent, or your wealth, give him a generous proportion of all of your resources. And finally, to excel in giving, be thankful. Just be thankful. Be it with a little or be it with a lot. You know, many times people with little know how to be thankful for what they have better than people with a lot. That's because they're not distracted by having so much stuff. So it's important that we excel in being thankful. Remember that Paul said, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. Paul knew that spiritual growth and blessings come from becoming an excellent giver. And I believe as we strive for excellence in this area, that God will expand our vision, strengthen our faith, and then he provides all that we need to fulfill his purpose for his glory in Jesus' name. Can you say amen this morning? Excellence in giving. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play, let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. 
Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com